0: Welcome back to the Cousin Cecil show with another special episode. Uh, This one is going to be in 4.3 audio for my preference as the director. No, I'm, I have a special guest. We're going to talk about the Snyder cut and more get my thoughts on it because I haven't said it on the real show yet because I feel this one for me in particular as a DC fan, I wanted to uh, express my feelings on a, like a full show, but I have a special guest with me and, uh, I have uh, Casey Walsh. Uh, how you doing today, man? Good. How are you? Not too bad. Uh, why don't you tell the listeners um, a little bit of your credentials and all that fun jazz? And yeah.
1: Sure. Yeah. So I'm the editor-in-chief of GeeksWorldwide.com. Uh, I've been doing that for like God, 11 years now. Uh, and yeah, so I just basically cover all things geek-related, uh, movies, TV, comics, and And kind of live in that world i guess
0: awesome well also you're being very nice here you're i think you're part uh you got some amazonian blood in you because you've been looking to you've been bashing the truth out of some of these uh twitter people on uh with the toxic side of this snyder cut too uh it's just been pretty funny and uh, i'm like holy smokes he's out here doing the good fight
1: yeah i mean I, i i'm all for fandoms and people Expressing their passions, of course, but I, yeah, it's some it, it's there some a group a certain group of people just want to take it a little bit too far, and uh and I I I think that they live in this bubble of delusion a lot of times, and they think that they're entitled to something that maybe they're not or they don't understand or they don't understand why things aren't happening the way they they expect them to, and and there's reasons behind all that stuff, uh and we and we can certainly get into that if you want.
0: Yeah, no. And then um, we'll probably even do like that. Because, like I said, for the people, there's going to be my little Snyder Cut quote unquote spoiler cast idea. But we can start off with the bad stuff because I'd rather leave off with like the positive and fun stuff of the show, the movie and stuff because there is a big negative side. And it's not even majority of the movie, it's some of the, the fandom and like this whole idea of also, I brought it up one time with another guess i had about comics uh it was during the time with uh i did an episode like oh what are what's the the overcast or like the forecast of like 2021 of marvel and dc and i was looking up stuff for dc and it was like you know the, the at the cusp of infinite frontier but i found this guy that uh who's now been a very outspoken shithead of this comics gate stuff this Ethan Van uh, Shriver, I think his last name is.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: and um, I didn't know. Like, I I'm a person I go in blind, and then I'm like, oh no, is this like truth or nothing involved? But then I now I understand where he's from. But the idea of he's uh, he brings up this whole comics game. I think not saying he's part of the Snyder Cut fandom, but the idea that he is definitely on that side of the spectrum that is. It's always anti, like the people in charge of WB. They fuck, they're fucking the fans over, blah 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 blah. But yeah, just more seeing. Um, did has the fan base kind of ruined the Snyder Cut for you?
1: I, I mean, they kind of have. Like, I, 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 again, I enjoy the film, but I, I enjoy the film for what it is. But what happens around it is that is always been kind of very negative and sour and, 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 and I, toxic, I guess is the word people like to use a lot. And um, it, it's, it's been, it's, it's difficult because you, lo- you want to enjoy something and you want to, um, you want to praise something. And then the, and then you have this group of fandom who comes in and says, well, now we, we need more and we need more and we need more and we need to, we need him to finish it. And, and, and now we're gonna spam uh, any fan who doesn't agree with us and any, any executive who says no and any any other director who isn't like falling in line with what we want is going to get harassed and belittled. And that's that's the part that for me that kind of like, no, nah, we, we can't be doing this. Like, do your hashtag thing all you want, whatever. Nobody really cares. Um, but when you start to go on to posts by Jason Killar about um, about stopping Asian hate and you're spamming it with, uh, restore the the Snyderverse, or you go to James Gunn's uh, trailer release for Suicide Squad, and you're spamming with with stop this or with re- release the Snyderverse. It's a, it's it's a bridge too far for me, and and I don't and I again I don't think they understand like they they think that WB has this like infinite pot of money, and so now their new like mantra is like well you guys are doing the multiverse, why can't we have our our side of the multiverse and you guys do your own thing? And the the reason that's not Viable or possible is because WB doesn't have like this infinite, like, coffer of cash just sitting around. Like, they have to pick and choose what they're going to spend their money on. And, 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 uh, a billion dollar sequels, which would be the cost. Like, again, I don't think they understand this either. The cost of doing uh, a Snyder continuation to Snyder's movies would be upwards of $300 million a piece per per movie so you're talking about 600 million dollars for two sequels they're not going to do that for for hbo max that's just not going to happen they're not going to spend that kind of no one spent that kind of money not even marvel i mean you look at wanda vision and falcon the winter soldier which are very cinematic and very expensive in their own right they're not spending 300 million dollars on those shows you know what i mean they're spending right. maybe 150 maybe maybe 200 on falcon i mean that show looks so good um but they're not spending they're not spending that giant amount of cash on this um and i don't again i don't think they understand the nuances and the and the minutiae it's more than just snyder saying yeah i'll do it again it's it's getting cavill back it's getting ben affleck back it's getting uh ray fisher back it's paying their salaries i mean you're uh at this point just getting the cash back for those for those movies you're looking at 100 million dollars per movie to get the just to get the cast back in the in the in the lineup Uh, and that's already going to eat up most of their budget if they put it on hbo max and again i don't another thing they don't understand is they think the hbo max is going to come in and like save the day um hbo max is a platform it's not a studio right so the 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 company the 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 content that gets put on hbo max is not produced by hbo max it's produced by either hbo or it's produced by warner brothers um, so there's no there's not this like third magic hbo max studio that's going to come in and like front the bill for this it's either going to be hbo and wb and it's not going to be hbo and we already know that wb um as the way it's structured in the in the in the corporate stu- structure is wb is the one who's green lighting um any 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 and all dc content whether it's a movie or or a tv show for hbo max so that's 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 where I kind of stand now, and that's where I kind of get into it with them a little bit because they just they think, oh well, d- WB doesn't have to do it like HBO Max can do it. No, 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 no. H- they are the same thing. <laughs> like they're not just two separate like dueling like counterparts. Like they're the same company, and the and if if anyone's gonna do it, it's gonna be WB, and WB has made it very clear that they're done. So like I, I understand you guys are upset that they don't want to continue this. I I get it and and they think that well the numbers are going to speak for themselves they're they're really not i mean I, it doesn't really matter to 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 wb they had they did what they did they they're happy with what happened even if the numbers are great they're they're going to use that to their advantage to to get subscriptions but but then they're going to move on to to what they've had planned and they have a ton of stuff planned already so even getting something like the Snyder's Continue like you're looking at like three to four years before that would even be a viable option for them, and then and by that point they're going to have other sequels and other movies and stuff that they're going to worry about. So I just don't, I just don't see how they how their fa- how this fandom thinks that WB is just going to pump the brakes on everything else they have planned. All these other creators that they brought in, I mean, you don't get Tony Hosse Coates to come in and write your Superman movie and then pivot back to Snyder. It's just not how it works uh so i i don't really understand like what they want and it's another thing that really irritates me too is they one of their big rallying cries for snyder was like oh we want we want them to be different from marvel we want them to like use their directors and their director's visions and have all these different tones and all this different stuff well if you put everything under the snyder banner that totally defeats that purpose and even snyder himself has said yeah i want other directors to come in and kind of play with my toys and and that's what they're doing. Like they're not—they're not just gonna discard Snyderverse. It's always gonna kind of be there in the background. And I don't think that was ever gonna happen. I don't think they're ever gonna like just completely get rid of it. Um, but he, they're not gonna just invest all this time and money and 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 beg all these and do new contracts for all these actors that they're that are on their way out to to appease this fan group again.
0: Right. And then I was more. You are you hit almost of course you hit every note on the head about it. There is some weird fog in these guys' head to not understand how businesses work and like, yeah, HBO Max is just a platform that just get the the approval from Big Daddy WB. My question, right? Well, go ahead. I would say yeah, it'd be, it
1: would be like if uh, if there was some <laughs> some magic like it would be like if Disney Plus. Uh, was producing was their was their own studio and we all know that disney plus is not their own studio like they said they they use marvel studios they use lucasfilm studios they use disney studios but there's not this disney plus studio so it's it's the same concept and i and i don't understand why why they don't understand that and it's very very frustrating for me and again i'm a very like logically minded person so i i i I understand I understand the like the passion part, but it's the part where they just don't seem to connect those dots. that really kind of gets under my skin. It's like, guys, this is not how it works. Like <laughs> what you're
0: thinking. I, I also, I'm, I'm not saying like that I don't understand the, I, okay, I'll get off the bat like that. I like Zack Snyder, but also I'm thinking I'm also in that age range that I grew up with Zack Snyder in the sense, like I was in high school and I watched 300 in theaters, you know, I've kind of progressed. I even like, Offhand, I even like his Legends of Gaahl and all that shit, like that CG owl movie. Right, right. And so I don't mind him. I also like Sucker Punch, but the idea right. of um, I don't understand why people using his words like gold in the sense of like, because that's where I think how people are saying that now as like a their way to uh, a, a debate chip of like, oh, because he said thanks to HBO Max, and he kept on saying thanks to HBO Max only. People are like thinking, oh, they have some, they have some real leeway on this with the the talking about it, which is not true. But the idea of, uh, I do you like, do you like where DC is heading with their plan right now? Not, not of course restoring the Snyderverse, but do you like this idea that they said they're gonna open up the multiverse idea, or do you like, would you like to see them actually have a? Not, of course, go play by the book of Marvel, but the idea of like a, a proper, you know, universe, shared universe.
1: No, I do like the multiverse idea. And like I said, I, I've been kind of preaching this for a long, long time, even before they kind of came out and said it. But their their plan, and, and you can see this with Aquaman and you can see this with Shazam, is to make movie Individual movies first. So their, their plan is to make we're just going to make good movies, and how we connect those movies will be kind of ancillary, and we'll we'll just do it as as those issues come up. But we're not going to be Marvel. We're not going to have this like ten year plan. We're not going to have every movie like connect to each other and have all this connected tissue and and all that stuff. They're going to just do their thing, and then when they want things to connect, they'll have them connect. And that's that's what they mean by multiverse, right? So they're not going to have t- they're not going to have five cinematic Batmans. You know what I mean? They may have, right. they're going to have a Batman on, for the big screen. And then they may have a Batman who shows up uh, on CW or, or whatever. And they may have a Batman uh, who is, uh, who's Michael Keaton, who's 50 years old and who's like this completely different, like version of Batman, but they're not going to have all these very similar types of Batman. Like they're not going to have a Cavill Batman and they're not going to have a Coates Batman. You know what I mean? Like those are right they're going to, they're going to kind of parcel these off into different sections. uh, And then, and then if they want to bring them together for say like a a crisis story or something, they can certainly do that. And that may be their plan. I mean, you look at Superman and Lois and that's kind of, I think that's where the Clark Kent Superman will live. And then you're, you'll have like the coat Superman on um, in in the films. uh, and, And that won't be Clark Kent, you know what I mean? So uh, they're they're not gonna do they're not gonna do the multiverse in the sense that the fans think they're gonna do the multiverse. The idea behind the multiverse for them is we we're gonna be able to create individual stories, and then we're not gonna have to worry about connective tissue between those individual 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 stories, and we can ha- worry about one or two things connecting, and then we can just play it off as being a multiverse because that's what a multiverse is, right? Like right. everything is yeah is not is is similar, but there's usually one or two things that are kind of different. Um, whether it's an origin story or whether it's a, um, a specific character or a gender bent character or something like that, like they're very similar in, in some ways. And then there's one, there's one thing that's slightly off. So I think that's what they're kind of going to, they're going to do. And again, we've already seen this with Aquaman, right? So in the Snyder version, Aquaman, they like talk in bubbles and they have this dolphin language. And Mara has an English accent. Yeah. And, uh, and in Aquaman proper, like the, all that stuff's gone. Um, but it's still I mean, it's still basically the same Aquaman, right? So uh I, I think that's kind of where they're gonna go and uh, if they want to connect things like that, it's gonna be just like one or two things here or there.
0: They also you know the multiverse is so strong, amber her's not even gonna be in Aquaman too. Uh, that's another story, but <laughs> oh no, she's I mean she's definitely gonna be an Aquaman too. you she's gonna stay that's thought hundred no, percent again yeah, she's this is where it goes into like idea. I keep seeing stories. And it might be the the, so it, the voices saying it and not the actual studio. Yes. Yeah, so, yep. so here's the thing with here's
1: the thing with uh, WB contracts. We saw this with Johnny Depp, right? So WB sets up their contracts are called pay or play contracts. So basically you are obligated to do what the studio says or what you are contracted to do. Okay. And the only way you can get out of that obligation is if they pay you out of it. So if they were to fire "quote unquote" fire Amber, Amber Heard, they would have to pay her salary still. They would still have to pay her for the for working on Uncle Man, whether she worked on it or
0: not. So it, so it then, make did they it makes much more. Ray, go ahead. Did they do that with Ray Fisher only because of how he got cut out of? So Flash, Ray, that's, uh, So that's another
1: thing too that this this whole Ray Fisher situation is. I, I feel like that Ray Fisher and Zach Snyder used the fans of the Shield. And then they can just say whatever they want. And then the fans will kind of just back them up regardless. And, and again, that's kind of my problem. I, I, don't, I don't think Snyder's a bad guy. I don't, think, I don't think Ray Fisher's a bad guy. But I think that they use these, these fan, this fandom as a shield to just say and do whatever they want. And then the fans can take the brunt of it. And they don't have to worry about like, the backlash of, of, what that, of what they say may cause. So the whole Ray Fisher situation is this. He never had a contract. For the flash. Okay. So was. they, they offered him, they may have offered him a role, but he never signed the piece of paper that said, I'm going to be in the flash. And he, if he had signed the piece of paper, then to be in the flash, he would be in the flash or they would have to pay him out and, and get him out of his contract. So they, so this, this, this like idea that they fi- quote unquote, fired him is completely false. They offered him a role. He never signed on for the role. So technically, he was never hired for the role in the first place. Um, so that he was not fired. He walked away from an offer. Um, and, and then that offer was rescinded when he decided to attack, go, go, after Hamada. Um, so he wasn't, there was no contract there that that ever existed for him to even be in the flash.
0: No, that's beautiful. That's why, cause I like, you know what? Cause behind the veil, of course, I've heard you're on Delvin's. I heard you're on Cadillacs and I, I'm more happy. I know you're a man that knows all the. The shit going on that's why i'm glad to have you on here to more another another line of communication for people to listen to that you know this is this is what i i wanted to hear too as a uh, dc fan because um uh, backtrack to the multiverse idea the it, the lines are in the sand already because they also just switched the comics to more of a multiverse idea than they've been doing this they've been rebirth new 52 was definitely one of those shared universes and they have the same time that timeline but the idea that we're gonna have the same events happening and they affect everybody blah 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 infinite frontier now because of what uh do you read the com? are you up to date with comics
1: i'm not i haven't been up to date with infinite frontier now you know i understand the concept again yeah and this is this is a jim lee kind of mandate right so jim lee is kind of i guess you could call him the, the kevin feige so he's going to be the guy who's going to talk to the comics team and he's going to talk to the tv team and he's going to talk to the movie team and he's going to make sure all all these things kind of line up and that's what that's what jeff Johns Johns's role was when when uh when the snyder stuff was happening that was he was doing the same thing he was talking to the comics team he was talking to tv he was talking to the movies make sure they all kind of have the same uh ideas going on and and yeah, so that's, that's their, that's their mandate it's, it's going to be story first. And then if they want to connect things, it, then they certainly have the avenues to do that through the multiverse. Um, right. But it's not, it's not going to be this, like, like it's a linear path that, that Marvel uses. And, um, and I think that's perfectly fine. And I think, again, that gives uh, creators a lot of leeway, like James Gunn. I mean, he can come in and make this insane R-rated <laughs> Suicide Squad uh, movie where, where, they're ripping characters apart and and heads are exploding and and f-bombs are flying and they're talking about dicks on beaches and then um i really did, then, i uh, do
0: like john cena's peacemaker he does oh my the- god
1: dude that that trailer i watched it like five times and i uh I, I think that movie is just gonna be so something so special um uh, i think james gunn is perfectly suited for that type of uh genre and giving him kind of like just rain free r-rated superhero stuff is what is what he is really going to excel at. Cause I mean, you saw that in guardians, right. And he tried, he really had to kind of skirt that line. And even, even in guardians, he was given kind of rain free and, but he wasn't able to kind of push the boundaries like he was and like he is in his other movies, like slither right. and, and super and stuff like that. So, um, I think that, uh, <clears throat> I think that's kind of DC's kind of goal, right. And they're going to have, you're gonna have stuff for adults. They're gonna have stuff for kids. They're going to have stuff for, for the four quadrant, uh, Demographic. I mean, there's gonna be something literally for everybody, and I, they're not gonna have this like tonal focus. That is all centered around like everything needs to look like a Zack Snyder movie,
0: right? No, and then um, I'm also that one person in the like uh, we're going because we're gonna tiptoe into the Snyder cut actual talking of like the goods and bads of it. Um, I like, of course, Zack Snyder's uh, cut and i look at it now as a redemption for that 2017 little trash can and uh i was always that person without even looking taking a step back and like oh yeah the uh i was just watching a video right before you jumped on about like some of the things that are switched around from this cut to like aquaman and the blah 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 and it was obviously just more about uh um, jace character about like how in the snyder cut his eyes are blue and in the aquaman they went back to the more natural eye color blah 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 and uh i was definitely one of those ones that were just avid of uh i like batman versus superman justice league the snyder cut and then they can switch off to like the james wan vision of aquaman and it felt fine to me uh, more trying to try and get to is i'm okay with also the snipe the not snyder the suicide uh, james gunn Suicide Squad my thing i said last yesterday with the the trailer it'd be just i just wish i knew that warner brothers and dc had a foundation of like just the the trinity's movies to hold them hold this suicide squad up to shine too
1: right and I, I, again i i think that was like there was there was this idea that they would they would all have a shared connected universe but then when when you're when your two movies that start off that shared connected universe kind of um, underperformed dramatically, uh, like I said, Man of Steel and uh, and BVS. I mean, Man of Steel maybe not so much, but BVS should have been a billion dollar movie easily, right? So when that doesn't happen, then the studio has to come back and say, "Okay, we ha- there's something not connecting here with our fan base," and that's what kind of caused the the change in the rift with justice league and they had to kind of shift focus and make it again more of a four quadrant movie when i mean my four quadrant is it hits every demographic like right Uh, kids families adults and teens so um uh so you want to make sure that you can get all those butts in the seats and uh and and they need and when you have like dc so the the big difference between dc and marvel is dc's dealing with the top tier characters right the these are iconic characters that, that have been the, the, the top, the top of the top for around the world for their entire existence. And, right. and, uh, so they, there should be no issues with them being uber successful. And if they are, then that's when WB kind of freaks out and they, they're like, what's going on here? Whereas Marvel, they're using like C, D level characters. <laughs> And then when those things are outperforming your, your Superman's and your Batman's like WB is like, what the fuck? Like, what, what are we doing? Um, so I think, I think that's where the kind of rift happened. And, and, and yeah, I don't think DC needs to, to to follow in Marvel's footsteps at all. They need to do their own thing, but they also need to make sure that they're creating content that is going to captivate uh a wider audience and not just focus their 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 sights on this one particular group of this one particular director
0: right man uh how would i word it i i agree and then of course i'm not i'm definitely a person who can i turn my cheek on the my views all the time because like i said i'm cool with the suit i like the i like the humor and like the the whole go around with the suicide squad trailer. And then I'm also happy to hear, like I like uh, the news about the blue beetle movie with the director they picked up Mm
1: -hmm. because
0: I like, I like that blue beetle in particular. I don't give a fuck about cord (laughs) and and same way. (laughs) And then uh, I'm glad that they, there's the, the Santana talk and then uh, the black Adams picked up uh, Pierce Brosnan as Dr. Fate. My also thing about Dr. Fate and also the news of the Shazam 2 uh, possible villain with that, uh, I forgot the lady's name. Helen Mary. Yeah, but they're obviously just older actors and actresses. Mm -hmm. And I know that they're worried about that movie right then and there. I just wish they had, I wish they kind of, especially with Dr. Fate, like you're going to have Pierce Brosnan be Dr. Fate for just this one movie, or is he going to be the face of Dr. Fate for the franchise of DC?
1: I mean, the good thing about a character like Dr. Fate is he wears that helmet, right? So, I mean, yeah. technically, if Pierce Brosnan does get too old or, or whatever, they can just put him in the helmet the whole time and just use his voice. Um, and then, uh, I mean, there's been multiple Dr. Fates as well, too, right? So right. if something happens to, to Brosnan, they can always bring in um, someone else to wear the, to wear the helmet. Um, with, right. And then with Helen Mirren, I mean, I, I assume she's a one-on-one one and done Right. and and it sounds like the villain there's going to be three villains for that movie so there'll be three females uh and they're in the in the comics they're called the three witches i don't i so i think they're that's who are, they're going to play with that kind of concept for Shazam so that young that very young actress that they hired at the beginning i i don't know her name um i think she'll be she'll be one of the witches and then Helen Mirren will be the elder witch and then there's like a middle age like a middle aged which is in there as well, like kind of like uh what's that? Like Hocus Pocus, right? So like th- that's very similar concept. I, and I think I, those will be your your villains for for
0: Shazam. Too. Yeah, all I remember was Simbad was announced, and so then this um this new announcement. But yeah, I, I
1: wonder how much. I, I I wonder if he's actually in the movie or if that was just a joke.
0: Oh really? Because the joke of the his the, Shazam or whatever.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I will see. I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't put it past uh Stanberg to throw him a role in that film at this point.
0: But all right. I mean, we got we went into some more positive stuff, but the uh, toxic shit is really the real, I think the heavier burden of this movie, besides people who don't like Zack Snyder's vision. But what it I already saw your review before the people. What did you think of the Snyder cut?
1: I, I think it's a good film. I mean, overall, it's better than, uh, obviously it's better than the theatrical. And, and I, I think that would be pretty hard to make it worse than the thia- right. theatrical, especially with the four hour, four hour runtime. Um, and I think, uh, it, it does a lot of things very well. And it does it certainly does character development well. Again, the four hour runtime helps with that. It does action very well. And that's never been Snyder's, uh, problem. It's never been the action. It's never been the visuals it's always been kind of like his lack of uh, character v- development and story. And I, I think all those things are, are much better in this film. And I think it still has these weird falters that like you had a four hour runtime. You couldn't like throw this, this part in there. You can explain this a little bit better. Uh, and we can certainly touch on those as, as they come up. But uh, overall, I think it's a, it's a much better film and I'm glad to see it's doing well. And I, and I, and I hope it a lot Snyder, um, uh, the satisfaction that he kind of deserves for for getting his movie taken away from him, and I, and I do think I do find it uh, confounding. I guess my biggest takeaway from the movie was like why why they couldn't just have taken that film and cut it down to two and a half to three hours, and then done like two weeks of reshoots with Cavill and added some more Superman stuff. Because I, I think that's where the film falters for me is is just a complete lack of a, a Superman arc at all. Um, uh, but I I that's kind of where I, I walked away from it and i i don't need to see two more <laughs> four-hour films and i don't think wb wants to see that either and again i if this would if his had gone out the- theatrically i i don't think it would be as successful i mean you're gonna again when you have to look at the business side with a four-hour movie you're limiting the number of showings you're limiting the number of theaters you can see it in um you're limiting the number of people who are willing to go and sit in a movie theater for four hours it's a much different experience sitting and watching it at home and i think that's why it's been so successful for HBO max that that's it's it's kind of built for that And i don't think if he was like well we're going to put it out theatrically and and cross our fingers i don't think we'd be having the same conversations we're having about it now
0: i heard um th- no i heard a rumor that uh once the pandemics all settled and everything, Zach said he would love to have it come at least on IMAX because of how he filmed it. And there would be like a 10 minute inter intermission in the middle of it. But uh, my, my came, I, what is it? My thing about the Sarcut, I loved it in the sense of, like I said, it's a redemption story of this. Like for me as a DC fan who I, I don't mind Marvel, but DC is my bread and butter of like, loving like that whole genre of comic books and just having like, get that bad taste of the, the theatrical cut out is really good. I do. I can, I can at least agree for if we are going to put this into theaters, there's clearly a good hour. We can cut to at least make this just a three hour movie and just let it run on theaters. Cause people can, I think people can handle three hours if they've done Lord of the rings, they've done, godfathers and all that stuff in theaters
1: My- yeah I, I do too i, I think yeah a three hours versus four hours is certainly a, a significant difference and again um I mean, box office wise, it's not going to help it in that in that aspect but if, if people want to see it in a movie theater and i think that they're given that opportunity then fine by all means go go sit through an, an imax theater and watch it um whether that comes to fruition i guess is yet to be seen i'm sure I'm sure there will be limited I- IMAX runs, but it's not going to be anything like significant right. that's going to like blow the doors off the box office. You know what I mean? Like I, even Snyder himself says like, maybe we'll do like a special event where it's playing for like a weekend or something. Um, and, and again, they're going to have the the movie industry itself is going to start picking back up here and moving on. So where he slots in an IMAX release is going to be very interesting because uh Next year is going to be just wall to wall, like movies, like giant blockbusters coming out every weekend. I'm not sure how many IMAX theaters are going to be willing to put out a three year old, four year old movie at that point when they have your Venom twos and your Spidermans and your, um, what else is, I mean, all that stuff, uh, all the Marvel movies, Shang-Chi and all that, all that stuff still coming. Um, so it's going to be, uh, it'll be interesting to see how uh how he is able to kind of even do that if it's possible
0: right no and then uh another part because like also i see the trim the fat and then there's also some just some way out of left field like uh uh shots like like again like the 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 cue cards that say like part one part two through six and they they don't need to be there uh yeah it
1: feels like they just like picked he was just like just put it here just put it here there's no there's no bookends for those and i think again i think that goes to like he wanted to make this a series and i think it would have been played better as a series but you you would have needed to book in those chapters and have them end on like like a show would you know i mean like like falcon the winter soldier soldier does this really well where each episode ends and you're like fuck i cannot wait for the next episode like i where's i want to they're like last week or this week they they left off on a, with Zemo and that great score coming in and him in the in the shot of him in the cell and then you know credits. So like uh, you would have need you would needed to have done that and that would have required I mean much more um, shooting on his part. Like I said the when when he announced additional photography I think a lot of people was like oh he's gonna shoot for like a couple of weeks they're we gonna get a bunch of stuff and he they literally shot for a week or not I mean a couple of days at 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 the least you know what I mean like they didn't shoot for very long. When they did shoot, everyone shot separately. Um, Cavill or not Cavill, Affleck and Leto weren't even in the same room together. Um, so he just didn't he did not have the opportunity to do what he would have needed to do to, do to make the those chapters actually work as a as a series format. Right. Um, and so I think what he did was just kind of pick spots in the movie to say, "All right, well here's here's the time to go take a break, pause it, and go and go get go to the bathroom or something."
0: Right. No, and then. I- I I'm actually just so say other. I'm a big fan of the winter soldier Falcon winter soldiers series. And then I like it more than WandaVision, but also that's, that's two different, two different things. Like the ones about uh, magic focus. And this one's more of the, I guess the, how the MCU world turns compared. Right. Yeah.
1: I, I think uh, again, Falcon, the winter soldier was supposed to come out first. Oh, really? Um, okay. Yeah, so I, I think what happened with the pandemic and all that stuff, they, they had to push it back and, and finish filming some stuff. So I think the idea was like, okay, we're going to ease people in with the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which is much more akin to our our other MCU stuff. And then we'll throw them a curveball with this weird, janky, like WandaVision. And I, I like WandaVision. I like for w- what it was, but yeah, I, I don't think it it's, it grabbed me the same way Falcon and the Winter Soldier is because Falcon and the Winter Soldier is just so... It's so cinematic, right? It's so um it's so, it's so action packed. it has like the same sensibility as all of the Marvel movies. Um, and it's very it's telling something that's very serious and down to earth at some time. You know, we're dealing with racial issues. It sounds like there's gonna be a virus involved, which is very topical at this time. Um, we're We're dealing with the the aftermath of the blip and 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 what it was like uh, before and after. Um, and then we're dealing with the the emergence of uh, of new superheroes or new super villains or, or new superpowers at the same time. So uh, I think it's it the WandaVision, if that would have came first and, and then they would have eased you into this idea. All right, now we're going to do something different. I think maybe WandaVision would have been received a little bit differently. But because we got WandaVision first, it was such a hard right turn from all the other movies that it may have turned people off a little bit. And I get that. It's It's super weird. It's it's very like out of left field, and it's not anything like any Marvel has done before.
0: Well, like how you said it, 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 when you when you bring it out like there on the table like that, it does clearly does feel like it's not supposed to be the the one that opens the door to Phase Four. It's supposed to be like the parts that come through after like Falcon Winter Soldier or even like Black Widow. The idea uh, I don't even know what Black Widow like what the movie is entailing besides in my. Head it seems like it just it's just the the handoff to so that the cinematic people understand there are more than one type of Black Widow person,
1: right? And then again that's gonna be weird too, right? Because uh what's her name? Elena is supposed to show up in yeah. oh, she's showing up in Falcon the Winter Soldier. Yes, I think so. Yeah, so she's supposed to show up in Falcon the Winter Soldier. So I wonder if they actually cut her at this point and she doesn't show up um uh, because we didn't see her in in, in Black Widow first. But yeah. I, uh, it's, it's going to be interesting to see how Marvel kind of continues this trend because uh, we really don't, outside of uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, we don't really know, I guess we know how Loki connects everything. After Loki, we don't really know how anything else connects, right? right. So uh, Loki will connect to Ant-Man, and oh, I hate this name, Ant-Man Quantananium. Yeah. Terrible name. Um, and it'll, it'll, it'll mess with multiverse and time stuff as well. And then we get uh, Ms. Marvel, She-Hulk, and Moon Knight, and we and we don't really know how those are gonna really connect to anything because they they don't really have the same connected tissue that we've seen in Falcon the Winter Soldier and and yeah. Loki and in this Wonder Woman. Even, even
0: even with their the rest of the lineup, when you think of Eternals, or the you said the I don't want to say the, say it wrong, but like the Shang chi or whatever. Yeah, that's how
1: I pronounce it. I don't, I think Feige F- said it a different way. Well, but yeah uh yeah so i they're yeah they're definitely going to be trying something new and, and i think eternals will be their biggest like outlier um and it sounds like again it sounds like marvel is letting their directors have a little bit more or, or a lot more freedom and leeway it sounds like chloe's out just was allowed to do whatever she wanted on that movie i mean um she, i guess she shot with natural light and, and did and it, and it was able to kind of just write the script the way she wanted it and got very few notes from the studio and and so it sounds like before a big complaint was like hey all these movies sound very like studio produced as opposed to director produced and that doesn't sound like what they're doing anymore and you even hear that with the wandavision and the falcon the winter soldier teams right like you hear those directors talking they're like yeah we kind of were allowed to do what we wanted to do and that's why these things are so off the wall and weird and like, i think again that's why Falcon the Winter Soldier is so topical. I mean, it deals with race issues. It deals with uh, uh, nationalistic issues. It deals with uh, uh, a virus issue, and I don't think you would have gotten those things uh, under the Marvel committee that we had before, um, before the Avengers.
0: Okay. Yeah, and then uh, well, that's <laughs> well, we're going to draw it back to uh, Snyder cut. With uh, you said you you sound like you wanted more Superman in the show. Yeah, I, I think that's my
1: biggest complaint with the film is I think, and this is gonna I'm, you're gonna you're, you may lambaste me and others are gonna lambaste me for this. But I think we didn't handle Superman a little bit better. Um, if you go back and watch the Snyder cut, I mean, he literally has one line during that whole third act. Um, uh, He he comes in and says, "I'm not impressed," and that's it. He never talks to the other league members. He never uh, interacts with anybody else. There's no like him saving people. There's no there's none of that. That's all gone. I think that's one of the things that the Weeden cut did much better. Was it had Superman be this hopeful, optimistic figure? It had him come in. It had him interact with the league. It had him saving people. It had him using his his powers in a unique number of ways. Like I think, like even I know the other one. Like hates the Russian family stuff, but the part where, you know, Superman's carrying the building away, and then Flash is just saving that one family, and they had that little interaction. That's that's great. Um, him interacting with the other League members, having conversations with Batman and Cyborg and and Wonder Woman, and all that stuff's really good. Um, and minus the, like the weird lip stuff. I think, what the Snyder could 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 have benefited from is using those reshoots, not necessarily, uh, using whedon's reshoots per se but having zach reshoot um some of those pages uh orige- originally uh, i think that would have uh even just made the snyder cut even better because I, I just think superman and, and particularly superman and up flash kind of get the short sh- uh shift in that film i um, mean a lot of the the cool stuff that we did do with them i know people harp on the flash and we cut and the wonder woman scene and i think that yeah that that's it that's that's lame But, uh, like the save one scene, I think is great for the Flash. He doesn't really get one of those in the, in the Weedon cut. I think the, the Kirstie Clemens introduction in the Snyder cut is totally just unnecessary. Like, like again, me and you know who Kirstie Clemens is, but like anyone watching that movie who doesn't know that she's just a girl in a car. Um, she never, you never, she never says her name. She, the only person she talks to is her radio. Um, there's no indication of, of who she is or why why barry seems to be like just so infatuated with, with with her and what that would mean for the future and then yeah the weird like hot dog like hair interaction wow. is so it's weird um but uh so yeah just things like that they could have cut out and maybe maybe reshot or or done some things different like again with you talked about aquaman like i think the wonder woman where he's sitting on the lasso and we didn't cut and he tells them like his truth and that they're all going to die i think that's a great i think that's a good scene still and uh and and it's and it's not like the snyder cut is like just devoid of humor right like they there's still a lot of jokes in there they're they're making jokes when when barry and and ray or ray barry and cyborg are, are digging up uh superman they're still joking like uh, that was a lot of complaint that the, the people had about the weed cut. why are they joking during the scene there's still a joke in that scene with the snyder cut uh, so uh, I, I think that um, there could have been like a nice medium between, yeah, reshoot some of the in script. Like you don't, don't use it all, just but use the, like the good elements, like the stuff that uh, that's good, not the stuff that's bad. Um, add that stuff to the Snyder cut, cut it down to three hours. And I think you would have had like a, a an A movie.
0: Yeah. I also, uh, for everything you said, like, I don't know about that Whedon cut. I'm not even trying to say like as, because it's a bad taste. Because I was also, I actually don't mind Steppenwolf's uh, design in the Whedon cut, only because it felt more closer to like a comic book one.
1: Right. Yeah, but, it's much more accurate to to Kirby. Yeah. To, Kirby, to Kirby's look for sure.
0: And then I, uh, I don't, I don't mind Flash's intro. With Iris, which obviously that's what we're hinting at—it's iris West in the girl in the car—but they could definitely cut out when he touched her hair for three seconds, but he looked at a hot dog for thirty seconds. That's the yeah. part. <laughs> like, if you want to have him the too, guy like- that touches the hair, no problem, because you know you have time in your hands and you're saving her, blah blah blah. But like, you could have done like. Instead of him staring at down the hot dog, you could have just saw him do like a quick giggle, put it in the pocket, without even looking at it, and then grabbing her saber, bing, bang boom, you're back with the dogs, and saves. And then time. have
1: an inner. And after he saves her, like just have him say like, "Hi, Barry." Yeah, hi, hi, I'm Barry, and have her say, "Hi, I'm Iris." And then he, he runs away. The fact that they like, never, there's no conversation. Like again, you don't. mean you know who she is, but like right. if you're if you're just watching that movie for the first time, then she's just some some girl. Uh, so that it really, there's no real point of it outside of the fact that you, you get this cool, like shot. And that's, that's kind of my, my deal with a lot of that, that movie is it's a lot of cool ideas. And I think that's what Snyder does really well. is like, instead of like thinking about how this is going to affect the story or <clears throat> how is this going to affect the narrative? It's like, what, what's the coolest thing I can do at this point? You know what I mean? Right. um And I, I again, I think that comes back to you with the four hour runtime. Like, so you have this four hour runtime. how How does flash get his powers? <laughs> was he born was he born that's, with him? Like what, yeah. he, he he doesn't work at the so in the comics he, he he's already working at the police uh lab, right? And he gets struck by lightning and then and falls on a bat of chemicals. So oh, yeah. he's not even he doesn't have that job here yet. So where did where did his powers come from? And I think that, that that's something that could have easily been explained and maybe they'll explain it in the Flash movie,
0: which I pray to God they do. I hope so that's because cool. I mean we're in that weird Limbo of time where obviously the theatrical Flash has powers without having a job because the CW Flash does a very excellent uh, origin story. Blah blah blah, and then the idea of having the CW Flash meet the movie Flash and got to tell him, "No, your your name's the Flash. You're the Flash." Oh wow, that's a great name. And I hope they kind of carry that little sprinkle into the movie too, just for the quick second just to explain and then i also uh with your superman thing i take a step back and i like um i like this version of especially the whole idea of him when he gets resurrected and obviously have to you know do that little fight like calm down calm down you're not you know don't kill us blah 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 and um and i like how they approached uh lois finding out granted it's a lot of that you have to imagine she's doing this like she saw him up in the air and she just runs to the source of where she saw him right but so here's
1: my thought on that one so like if she had gone there an hour later or an hour earlier like they would have all died but I think uh, I can yes. I think that's where I think that's where we kind of fixes that right like he has he has it so she's um she's part of the, so trip, she, she, like the she's thing. brought in yeah by, by Batman I think that works much better but yet yeah, wow. here she's just there coinc- coincidentally, um, and if she hadn't been there, then like Superman would have murdered a bunch of people, and Batman including, and we would have been back at like this evil Superman stage thing, which is which is what this film was supposed to get away from, right? Uh, and again, that's a, that's the other thing too is like the black suit. I think again, it looks cool. I'm not gonna deny that it looks totally cool. But in the comics, it has a very specific purpose. Yeah, and the fact that that's just completely not mentioned or thrown out and we're just supposed to assume like, Oh, he's using it to absorb the light. Okay. Well then why is he wearing it at the end when he tears off his shirt again? Like, you know what I mean? Like I, uh, Um, just stuff like that that you could, there's certainly a lot of things in this film that you could pick apart. And I think that's, that's kind of conducive to all of Snyder's films. Um, but I don't think that makes it a bad movie. Right. It's still much, very much enjoyable as a whole, as it's, it's a much more cohesive, movie than kind of what he's been doing before it's uh it's much more it's even a much more generic movie right it's not doesn't have these like grand ideas like bvs or or man of steel had it's very much a uh straightforward comic book movie and i think that's why so many people connected with it so much better it's because you you can enjoy it for face value and you don't have to like dive into like oh this shot means this and he's he's calling back to um these religious allegories and all that all that jazz i mean that stuff is still very much still there uh in in some scenes but it's not the film's not hinging on it you know what i mean
0: right no and that's when i go into uh if you take back all the snyder stuff that's why i like the snyder cut in the sense of i don't need i me i don't need all the superman stuff that whedon did because i don't like I don't like the whole, maybe, again, you could put a different sentence in, but the Weedon one picked when he's trying to help Cyborg, he goes, well, I, I actually found out I don't mind not dying, and he's going to help him spread the the mother boxes away from each other, from the unity. I thought that was dumb. I also like, in the Snyderverse one, with that whole fight, and then Wonder Woman does that, gets that moment in time when she gets headbutt into the ground. For some reason, luckily, Sn- Snyder's one doesn't have so much uh Back audio of sound like she's moaning into the ground, like oh, like she they did in the weed one. And I do, yeah, like, sure, that's the only part, those little things I agree that, with I that bother me. I'm not, yeah, I don't, again, I don't,
1: I'm not saying that he needed to do it like word for word, but I, I think the, especially with Back to the Superman, I think that he needs to interact with the league and he needs to enjoy what he's doing, right? Like again, in the, in the, in the Snyder version, he very much comes in and he's like a fucking uh, he's like a nuclear bomb, like, right. He comes in, he's, he's grimacing, he's like punching, uh, lasering off Steppenwolf and then like setting him up to get like decapitated, um, by, by uh wonder woman. And I, again, I, I don't, um, I don't think that's who this is, this is, I mean, this is, of course, it's just a preference, but, uh, I, I don't, I I don't think that's who a lot of fans or uh want to see that what their Superman is or what they their their their, their Superman needs to do and it's certainly he can have those moments where he is like this 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 force uh of nature but um, he also needs to have those moments where like he enjoys being a superhero right so like if you go back to like Bruce's Tim, Bruce Tim's like Superman Adventures uh the the cartoon yeah um he's always he's always kind of like the the epitome of the hero, right? So he's, he's the top echelon in the hero. And Batman is kind of like the begrudging hero. Like he wants to be the hero. Batman wants to be the hero, but he doesn't want to involve other people while Superman is like, Hey, we're all in this together. Like, let's do this. And then when things get real, then he gets, then Superman gets real. Like he has that great line with, 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 uh, when he fights dark side in the, the final season, I believe it is. he says, you know, normally I have to walk around like I'm, everything is cardboard, but with you, I can finally like let loose. Like and it's those interactions it's that it's just that dialogue that I was missing. You know I mean? It's like, I would have loved for him to have a similar line with, with separate movies. Like, you know what I mean? Like this whole time I've been playing with kid gloves, but now like you're here and you're this like godlike figure I can finally like let loose. And, I, and it, the fact that he just comes in as this like silent, like weapon is, is kind of what bothers me. I want him to be like talking. I want him to be interacting with the, with the other characters and, and to have and enjoy what he's doing because this whole time he's kind of been like this like mopey superman <laughs> he doesn't seem to really like like being superman very much and that's kind of what uh outside of wonder woman that's kind of how all these heroes have been they don't really like being like the hero the hero they are and um and they've always kind of just done it because like uh, I, I guess i'm the guy um and that's not really been the dc like man mantra since since these characters have existed they've always kind of been the 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 characters to look up to and we and we get a little bit of that with the flash right he, he says i looked up to superman but like how much of superman would he have looked up to if he actually knew the guy he saw like the interactions that him and bruce had had and and how much like they kind of hated each other and or the fact that like superman was just has no problem like just killing people again that's another thing with this universe is like They just have no problem killing people. Um, And and granted, the Wonder Woman scene is is certainly cool and it looks great. um, But I mean, that's, I don't, you got Wonder Woman 84, regardless of how you feel about that film overall, it certainly does have its problems. But in the fight scenes, like she's working very hard to take out people and not murder them, right? And And in this thing, she just, Runs through a group of terrorists and just has no problem smashing their heads against walls and vaporizing them in front of kids, and it's just kind of like, oh man, like this is not, this is not exactly what we're going for here. Um, so I, it's just maybe, maybe little I'm just things like a little that.
0: conflicted on that because um, I think uh, how I word it, I look at Superman in Justice League in the way of like he still chose the greater good because he could have just stayed fucking playing around with. Corn Leaves with Lois in Kansas while right. everyone else is getting their ass kicked but he chose to go help. So no, he has- no. And I,
1: yeah, I, I agree with that. Yeah, he needed to definitely go help and save. My get my issue with that is I I just don't why does
0: he need to be so angry about it? Well, no, I'm I'm stick with me. Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> Cuz I'm with you. I'm also I'm very I can I can fold to anybody's opinion, you know, there's ain't no debate. It's just your views. And the idea of, I like, uh, where, what was the word? I don't mind him being silent because I just took it as like, after this fight, we're going to, you know, they're going to meet up. We could have actually had that, that another Whedon thing, but we could have had that little surprise. Let's have a race at the end. Right. And whatever. But, uh, I look at it like, I already know Superman because of Man of Steel, in a sense. And then I know that he, I know kinda who he is from Batman versus Superman, which is technically just blow us over everything. Okay, that's how your universe wants to have him. Blah blah blah. And then obviously we were then we meet up with Batman, who's a gristle veteran who just is he said <laughs> I'm tired of holding back punches. We're gonna brand people, blah blah blah. But it's this universe, whatever. And then the Justice League was a way to open up for. Oh no! Then we also enjoyed Wonder Woman one because obviously they just she had her own movie, and then the Justice League was able to give uh, Cyborg, Flash, and Aquaman at least a, a door opening for other new people. Because I actually like Cyborg and Snyder Cut. Do you?
1: Yeah, I do. I think he's he is great. I think he I, I think he definitely um, outshines more than anybody. Um, compared to the theatrical cut, uh, I, I mean, I don't think uh, I, I still think he comes across a little wooden in his acting, and that just may be um, Ray Fisher's lack of experience in front of a camera. Um, so' I'm, I'm sure he'll become a much better actor. and he definitely out of everybody, he's definitely the one who's is, is, certainly has been championing this thing and 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 rightfully so, right? Like right. he was definitely shafted. I don't think his, his shafting was at all racially motivated. Um and I and again when you're watching this the Snyder Cut, you can definitely see why oh, why the characters that were cut out were. And I don't think it was because of race. I think it was because their timing. Their they didn't didn't need to be there. Like Ray Cho, like there's no reason for Ray Choi to be in the Snyder Cut at all. Like he's just he's a he's a background character who right. doesn't contribute anything to the narrative. Um uh but I do I do think that Cyborg and the and the dad storyline could have definitely stayed. Um, and you have definitely expanded upon that. But maybe the reason they didn't was because they were planning on doing a cyborg movie, right? And they and they wanted to save that stuff for the cyborg movie and then that got canned, and then maybe that's why Ray got upset. It's because, hey, I was supposed to have this like grand career off of this thing and and, it, and it's all fading away. Um, and which I totally I totally get. Um, from his standpoint, uh the part I just don't agree with is like turning it into like this racial issue when it's it's clearly not i mean that just and and he got in a lot of legal trouble for saying that as well um yeah,
0: no i the again i think we all we both agree on it's the movie is it is what it is it's people either you're either gonna say okay or it's great but the real world uh issues and events that came out of it is kind of been shafting it more than what Zack Snyder's vision of how he how he does his own movies you know has done it.
1: And yeah, and I think that's also it's been all to the film's detriment and to the film's success, right? Like I don't I don't would have this been like, successful if there wasn't all this like back behind the scenes drama behind it. Like I don't I don't think it would have been. Like there wouldn't have been like this rallying cry behind it, right? It would have just been like oh, here's another Zack Snyder director's cut. You know, what I mean like like BVS did not uh bvs ultimate cut did not get the same like attention and accolade that this thing got right and and the reason probably because of because of that was because there wasn't all this ancillary drama and and snyder wasn't doing interviews about how wb made him cut green lantern or made him do this or or told him he couldn't do that you know i mean and that's and that's another reason why i don't think he's coming back i think wb's just done with this guy like uh Imagine running a studio and then him saying, well, I'm just going to shoot stuff anyway. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? And, 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 and I, I the problem with that is when it's your own character, it's fine. Like do go, go, go nuts. But when you're dealing with these IP that are, that are, you don't own and then have a larger, uh, have this giant fan base and have um, a larger calling. And you think you can just come in and just shoot things and read and cast characters without the studio's consent like that's crazy and, and no studio is going to like be on board with that and i think again this is where he uses his fans as a shield that he can come out and say all this and then they will go they'll they'll take up the arms and then they'll go like harass wb for him and he doesn't have to, to do it himself
0: right he gets to keep that uh if if it is like a just like an homage of like oh i'm the cool i'm the nice guy just say some stuff in right the-. uh, and then also Just, I'll leave it like this. What, where would you put? You don't have to put your whole ranking in there or anything, but where would you rank the Snyder Cut into like their the DCEU for you?
1: Um, let's see. I think probably Shazam by command right? Probably, I don't hate ranking stuff, but I think it changes all the time for me. Yeah, I think Birds of Prey, Shazam, Aquaman, Man of Steel, and then maybe the Snyder Cut. Um, and again, that's, I, I just, I like those, those fun, fun movies. I'm not a big, like, like things need to be dark and dour. So those kind of go on the bottom of my list. I think the Snyder cut is, is good. I, I don't think it has the highs of a man of steel though. You know what I mean? I don't think it has like those like awesome, like first flight moments or, or the, the Fiora, that's is that her name. how you say Fiora and uh fight in Smallville, like moments. Yeah. Um, but I don't think it has the lows either. Like, I don't think it has like a low of like a Zod getting his neck snapped or, or the, uh, the destruction porn of Metropolis. Um, so I, I think it, it's very, it's, it's, uh, as, as far as Snyder's goes, it's probably my second favorite. Um, uh, and again, I, 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 I like Snyder's films for the most part. I haven't really, I, uh, met BVS. I really didn't connect with, but I, I mean, I like, Dawn of the Dead a lot. I like 300 um, a lot. I like Watchmen for what it is. Uh, I, I think it has its problems as well. Um, and, uh, but um, I think the Snyder Cut definitely uh, is, is up there in terms of what I think of his films. It's, it's not, it, but the problem is it's not something I'm going to go back and like watch again, right? I, did, <laughs> I got two kids uh, and, and allotting four hours to a movie is tough like i think i had to wait uh i saw i saw this movie probably a month before everyone else and i had literally, literally wait till like 10 o'clock at night when everyone was in bed to like put it on and and watch it uninterrupted so if i do go back and watch it i'll probably be in snippets i'll just like fast forward to like oh i'm gonna watch the uh this particular scene or i'm gonna go back and watch like the dark side stuff or i'm gonna go back and watch like the third act or whatever i'm not gonna sit there and just like intentively watch i don't know for four hours again
0: well, yeah, I, uh, I would put my, I put, cause I even had to break it all down. I put the Snyder cut. Whew. I think it's also because like you said, mine can switch anytime, but I think is, is the most recent one. And it has like that for me, it has the fulfilling of redemption. And, like that's how I wanted, even if four hours or not, I think it's on the top of my list right now, but right after that is Shazam. And yeah. I do like birds of prey i actually i'm weird but also there is a lot more something's wrong with that storyline but i actually don't mind wonder woman 84 it just has this wish thing that has wishes are problematic in movies so that like oh you don't nobody remembers this from 1984 since this is the past blah 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 blah.
1: yeah yeah that plot is bad (laughs) i i I think I think that the, the the easy way they could have saved this movie, and I I haven't watched the I have the DVD already, but I haven't watched the extras, but apparently John's addresses this if they didn't want to do another like Greek god story again, which is I mean, like whatever. Um, but I think a lot of the the easy way you address that movie is you have the wishing stone contain like the soul of uh a Greek god of some sort, and then that person takes over. What's his name's body, and then you get a cool like third. I, but again, you're—I mean, that's just you're just doing Wonder Woman again. So I understand why, why they didn't do that. But uh, I th- I do think the plot is definitely messy. But again, I, I like the action. I think the color palette is great. Uh, the scores, obviously, Wonder Woman has the best score out of all those heroes. Um, there's a lot of good things to like about it. Um, um, but they certainly could have like maybe spent another week or two on the the plotting of it for sure.
0: I also forgot because we're, I'm going to try, we're going to try to get you out with like three more questions, but see how it is. Did you enjoy the nightmare, like this whole nightmare vision, or just because it's too dark, you're not like, yeah.
1: No, I, I, di- I didn't. I thought it was the worst part of the movie, uh, to be honest. And I, again, I, I i think it, it was shot. It's again, it's back to the like, oh, this will be cool idea, right? I think Snyder only shot it because he wanted to get Leto and Affleck in the same scene together um i don't think it really pushes the narrative forward at all like again we'll ask ourselves like what why do they need jokers help like what is he going to bring to this team like what is he going to be able to do to stop superman like what is he going to help them do like why do they need him why would you bring in like this insane person when you're like how desperate are you like what i again i just didn't understand what he brought to the table and then what why are you why haven't you murdered him yet if you're planning to murder him? like I don't like you know what I mean like what's what's yeah. going on here? Uh, and uh, I think I think leto's joker performance is certainly better and he's definitely chewing the scenery um, a lot but I, I hated the way it shot like it was all just those very tight like how that I'm sucks. gonna get two inches from your face yeah and again I, they shot that because those dudes were not in the same room together. And then it was just out of in and out of focus all the time, and I I guess I, I guess it's because it was a dream per se. But again, why is Bruce having these dreams? Like why wh- why? Uh, so I think it, it, it's it, it was there just to be cool. And then you have Mar- Martian Manhunter just show up out of the room, and Bruce is just so nonchalant about it, right? Like he <laughs> uh, a year before this, he was ready to murder any alien. Stepped in front of him, and this time he's just like, "Yeah, whatever, dude. All right, uh where have you been like this whole time? Like, right. why were you helping like in the first place?" uh so yeah, I, I think, uh, I, I I think it was completely unnecessary, and I think again, if we're cutting this down to a three-hour movie, that would be good. Both, yeah. both those scenes could have just been nixed.
0: No, right, and that that would cut twenty minutes, and we're already almost the three hours to that one. Yes, right. Um, I don't. So let's get more into you too, like. What's your more bread and butter? Are you more DC? Or are you more Marvel? Or are you like all around? Like you know, what's your you know? I know I like do all, the website all around. Like
1: I just love, I love superheroes. I love the idea. Uh, I I love that they are always intent on doing the right thing, and I think that's one. And, you know, I love Greek mythology. You know what I mean? So like, they are our modern, our modern Greek Greek mythology, and I I, I love the idea that they. I love the idea of good guys, and I I think I even love the idea of a villains more. Like you know, what I mean, I would uh, I oh, this is going to sound so weird, but like I fantasize all the time. Like what we our our world needs a super villain. You know, what I mean, we need someone that we could all kind of unite against for a common good. Like, uh, and I think that's what is so neat about superheroes is despite their differences, despite um, their power sets, despite. All the thing, all the things that they would normally fight about or disagree with, so, like they can come together and fight this thing that is just beyond e- evil, beyond evil. And I, and and I, I fantasize about that for our own society, right? Like I would love for everyone to just be able to put everything aside and say, "Hey, we're getting invaded by aliens." <laughs> like we need to like put our bullshit aside. We need to put our uh, our differences aside. We need to understand that we're all living on this planet together. We're all sharing everything together. Like this isn't like. Uh, uh this isn't like uh uh this isn't like uh one for all si- or, or this isn't a selfish situation right we we need to figure this out so we can all happily live together as opposed to just constantly fighting about everything all the time right again i think that's what the f- marvel is doing so well with falcon and the winter soldier and the flag smashers it's like i kind of get it right like i kind of i kind of understand like wanting to live in this world without borders and wanting to to not have like everyone distinguished by um, where you live, and and have all uh, our our society broken up by lines and imaginary lines in the sand, and why can't we all share resources, and why can't we all share uh, money, and why can't we all kind of figure this out so everyone? So we live in a Star Trekian society, right? The, the ultimate utopia where where we are all working towards the common good as opposed to all working towards our own good.
0: Casey's, Casey's profile pic on Twitter is uh, shark, the fucking man shark from Suicide Squad, but next King week shark. it's King Shark. That's what it is. Oh, my God. All, I had my like joke in my head. I didn't want to say the build-up. But next week, you're probably going to see him. He's going to have a a hockey mask with a red mark on it, like the flag smash. You might. Like, depending on where that goes, you know what I mean? Like Again, I think uh, they're definitely going to be the bad
1: guys. I think what's going to happen is they're going to have, they're gonna unleash a virus to, to to limit the population and that's why they're stealing vaccines and all. But um I, I, I yeah I, and that's what makes supervillains so a good supervillain good, right? It's like you can kinda like you can kinda get it. Like even with Thanos, right? Like you kinda get it. Like you understand <laughs> why why he want to do what and he has to do with the
0: motherfuckers yeah. gone.
1: <laughs> yeah, like and yeah, it probably would be better if half the half the population was gone. But like we can't can't just snap it out of existence that's not how that's not how it works uh uh but and th- and that's what makes and and again but it, so there's two sides of that coin right you have the joker who is just insane beyond insane and he does the things he does because he's just crazy and 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 and, and i think there's a fine line between that like it, it, villains don't work i feel like when they when they don't have a purpose uh and 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 when your purpose is either just to be evil, to be evil, um, it's okay. Whereas your purpose is to be evil because you're trying, you think you're doing the right thing. Like that's okay too.
0: Well, Joker's there to create heroes.
1: Yeah. Right. Right. So yeah, I mean,
0: I think he's um, like fifth person he's made. I'm pretty confident. I mean, if you don't, if again, I think everybody in Gotham has like that separation to the Joker, like Kevin Bacon, but I'm talking about, like, I think they're on Clown Killer. Now this kid, uh, I'm pretty confident. Uh, I mean, I think they're they're, they're forming it onto Ratcatcher, but they're the new Batman, the comic series. Uh, there's a current little bit that involves him coming back home after the Joker War. So I'm like, hmm, <laughs> it's just been Joker's just a, a hero-making machine. But if my question is also probably two, one of the ones, since Marvel obviously is definitely in the the captain chair of how to run this let's say you get a Zack Snyder dream deal that he was supposed to do what would be five DC films you would have set up to help you can either try to do the multiverse idea or you can do a whole line of shared ones how would you help put the dc franchise back on oh track.
1: man i mean that's, that's tough uh, i mean i i think you start with the basics right like you do you do a superman story an individual story you do an individual batman story you do an individual wonder woman story you do an individual flash story um you do an individual aquaman story and then you kind of just have them all kind of meet in the middle uh, and maybe instead of doing dark side first you do like uh the legion of doom so you could have there's one superhero team versus another superhero or a supervillain team right and that's and that and again that's how you separate yourself from marvel maybe is marvel hasn't really done that yet they haven't really done a supervillain team up they've done all individual villains who have done a great job at fighting the heroes um but they haven't really done uh, a team up of supervillains who've come together and that's what dc needs right because you're dealing with these godlike characters they can they seem to be able to handle their villains much easier then, uh, a Marvel, a Marvel su- superhero, it does. Um, I mean, look, look at Zemo for, for instance, yeah. he was able to take down the entire Avengers and never fire a bullet, right? So, right. So, um, uh, so I think, uh, I think getting, uh, having them go off against the Legion of Doom and then having that end with like, uh, someone discovering, like Lex discovering it on the Mother Box and be like, Oh, there's another way to like to do this. And then, and then doing doing that type of thing, I I think what the whereas Snyder faltered was he tried to to get to that bridge too quickly, and then you have that's why you have a four hour Snyder cut, right? Is because they have to tell all these other individual stories, in in one movie as opposed to to, to building them out in individual films. And I I'd also I I think uh, I'd also like I like what DC is doing now too is I want to see like I want to see a Blue Beetle movie and I want to see um, a Suicide Squad movie, and I want to see you know, like a Midnighter movie. You know what I mean? I want to see the Justice League Dark and all that stuff. So, I mean, I think they're on the right track now, and I, I don't think that they need to chase like the Avengers. I think they need to do their own thing, and then they always have these like crisis events where they can bring everybody together and have them fight Anti Monitor or something.
0: All right. So your your final answer is just doing the five members of the Justice League. Yeah. Try- yeah. Yeah, those
1: are those mo- their most popular characters, and uh, I I really don't know how else you would build that universe. I mean, you had to build a, since a it since you did so quick. Right?
0: Yeah, since you did it so quick, would you would you know which villains you'd want in each one? So at least then, just the simple Legion Doom characters, or switch it up. Yeah, I mean, I would I would
1: try to like I said, I would I would build I would use the characters. So I mean, uh, Batman would use Lex, and Lex would have the power suit maybe. Or he would bring in somebody like Parasite or something um, as like a experiment gone wrong. Um, let's see, I would have definitely have Black Mana. I think that he was the strongest thing in in uh, Aquaman. I love that design and, and and that character, so I'd keep him around. Who else we talk? Wonder Woman. I'd probably have, um, I'd probably have her do Cheetah again, maybe do it a little bit differently and have her actually have an origin in like like the comics like greg pack um had done not greg pack um ruka right um yeah. where she was like kind of like the like a curse and she had to like eat people <laughs> um uh and then who else are we talking about uh, flash i would bring in oh here's a tough one i don't know if i'd use zoom so he's just like he's too powerful so maybe i would use someone like mirror master or captain cold i love captain cold so i'd probably use captain cold um and have have bring him in, and then I'd have Batman. Uh, may not the Joker, but maybe someone like uh Bane, or someone like that. Um, and, and have yeah, because I think Bane is such a great character for Batman because he can he can f- physically match him, which you I think you need, and I think that's what a lot of Batman characters lack. And he can m- mentally match him, which most Batman characters have to do anyway. So bringing in Bane gives you like the best of both worlds and he can, he can fight Batman himself. He does not need like a, a gang to do it and he can, he can physically outsmart Batman. So I think um, bringing him in uh, as, as opposed to a, like uh, a death stroke or, or a, or a Riddler or something like that. I think you, you get a much more compelling individual film because you have this villain who can really kind of match Batman toe, toe for toe, which not a lot of his other villains can do. And Joker's just too crazy. Joker cannot be on a Legion of Doom. Like he's just can't,
0: he's,
1: a, he's too much of a wild card. Which is again why I don't really understand the, the nightmare thing in in, a, in, the, in the Snyder cut. It's like what what do you expect? What do you expect to gain from this guy on your team?
0: I am, man. If I, I don't think I'm not gonna probably answer it all because I I would like the way how I would save the DC thing right now. Because for some reason, just for how it is, and then we could use this as our uh, wedge to show that we're going to go into the more four quadrants of, uh, you know, viewers. I think if they could, I know they have a, the TV series coming through, but if they could figure out a way to get Green Lantern into Blackest Night and walk in, into Brightest Day. Which it would be, it's basically a crisis story at the end, right? Mm-hmm. I know we could also do Crisis of Infinite Earth, but I think that's, I think that's too broad for a movie.
1: Yeah, I like that idea a lot. Like, I, I love, like, I think Blackest Night is probably my favorite Green Lantern book, um, and I mean, uh, probably as ever. Um, so yeah, I, I, I dig that idea a lot, and again, yeah, I think it brings in a lot of those cool elements, and I think the Green Lantern spectrum is very 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 cool and, and something yeah you could definitely gear towards all ages because you have like
0: love and hope and
1: um, yeah, and then fear obviously, and all that stuff
0: almost every green Lantern or every member has their own color at the moment but so the idea right. of being able to use black lanterns to kill somebody and then they just don't come back and at least then we can get into like the the flash point the flash movie is the the real ace in the hole for but it's probably going to just go into, hopefully, it does do Flashpoint in a sense that, oh, yeah, we're just going to move some stuff around. And this is why this is this now. But I have no yeah, idea. I,
1: I don't think, I again, it's I don't know why they're calling that Flashpoint. I think the only thing that they they intend to use from Flashpoint, quote unquote, use is it's Barry going back to save his mom and then it changing the world he comes back to, right? Yeah. And I think, but I think everything else is going to be essentially different. Like I don't think you're going to get, I know, oh, I know, I know you're not going to get like an Atlantean, Amazonian war, no. or any of that stuff. Uh,
0: probably won't even so, get yeah, Thomas yeah. Wayne. We'll just get it, yeah, like, no, probably going to get like that, like you said, Michael Keaton. We're probably going to get like a more of a Batman Beyond looking Batman for a second than, um, uh, well, excuse me, not Batman Bruce, and then whatever is going to happen i do dig though the i do like the actress that's going to be supergirl she looks like i think she's going to do really good
1: yeah yeah again i think that's where we they come like i think that's how they rebuild their justice league right so they're i think cavill is foot out the door i think aflac i think i honestly think flash is his last movie and if he doesn't die he's gonna say i'm hanging this up and this other guy can come in and yeah, and do the job for me or whatever. I don't know how they, I just don't know how they even handle that. But, um, it sounds like, yeah, they're going to set up Batgirl and Supergirl and, to come in and kind of replace those characters full time. Um, so, uh, I, I, I definitely think that they're that's why the gears are torn it, tur- turning t- away from the Snyder Cut and and why they they're not really interested in investing in in that because they have these other 300 million dollar movies that were have right. invested
0: no and then like you know right there and probably basically that's where we're going to wrap it up in the sense of that stuff Snyder Cut obviously uh it was so good Casey talked about Marvel for majority of it and uh (laughs) no um what is there anything coming down the pipe for your website or even through the discord that you want to like you know just say or you know announce um
1: i don't think so uh gosh i don't i mean i don't know i don't think so uh i mean check i mean check out the website we're always posting stuff unfortunately um if i do get uh like some cool or hot information i usually kind of post it right away so i don't i'm not sitting on it for a long a long time um
0: is there anything um, you're uh, right now
1: (laughs) i'm i'm not no i wish i was i i have somebody on the set of miss marvel but getting information from from that dude is not easy. Um, I would mean, granted I got Alpha Molina out of him, and I got uh, some Spider Man stuff out of him, um, but it's few and far between, unfortunately. And I, uh, I, again, I'm not, I'm not a huge. I yes, I do have, I do know people, and I do get some inside information, but I usually kind of share that stuff right away, mainly because I don't want someone else to to get out there. Like I said, the last story I was sitting on was the Snyder film Green Lantern stuff. And before I could get it out, uh, he did an interview. So I was like, "Fuck!" <laughs> um, but I was literally, I didn't, I didn't want to spoil the movie at all. So I was sitting on it until I was going to wait till the movie came out and then kind of get it out there. But he got it out there before I did, which right. is
0: it's Geeks Worldwide is what it is.
1: Yeah. So the dot com, uh, Geeks Worldwide, uh, is is the name of the site, but the gww com and then the underscore gww on Twitter. Um, and yeah, we're posting like reviews all all the time, uh, uh, covering the news, so uh, video games, comics, all that stuff. So if if any of that stuff interests you, or hey, if even if you want to like try your hand at writing, like hit me up. We're always looking for for writers and people to contribute to the website. Despite my personal preferences, I am open to all ideas. I never. I never tell my writers no, like every, everything's on the table. Everyone's allowed to write what they want about. Uh, it's not, I do not overlord or can like tell people what to write or, or what, what to perceive. Like everyone's allowed to kind of say their piece and do whatever they want to do. And that's kind of how I built the site. So despite how I may feel about something that there's, there's a ton of people on my site who are giant Snyder fans and, and love talking about it. And and that's perfectly fine. I mean, that's, uh, And they and they, and they write about it all the time and I have no, no quorums about that, and we'll happily accept anyone, any fandom, as long as they're, you know, civil and 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 have good ideas and, and that type of stuff. So, if you're interested, like I said, hit me up on Twitter at uh, the Comics Kid. I think that's my name.
0: I don't it's know. also Comics with an X for the last. Yeah, C. and then no, just more to give you a, a you know a pat on the back. No, you, if you guys listened to this whole spoiler cast and you heard mm-hmm. how Casey perceives and actually addresses things and like i even said oh good you brought it out like clear out the air he does like how he held on to the green lantern thing he did it for the sake of the fans but he also waits for he has like guaranteed least maybe two like you know confirms from like the insider or something he don't like throw it out there just to try to get clicks he does it to be factual and i think that's really a great part of the internet that you're doing man
1: yeah if i if i ever like i said i may talk a lot of shit on twitter and i certainly i do kind of distinguish twitter between the website like i will just say stuff on twitter that i hear or or that, I, that i'm that i hearing and i because and i tweet twi- uh i treat twitter like a conversation right like if me and you were just in a bar having a beer i might like i might say hey guess what i heard or yeah. blah 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 but when i when i'm writing it up as a website on the exclusive or i'm posting it on website like i need i need it to be somewhat Conf- Confirmation. I need I need to have at least two sources, or I need to see a document or a piece of paper that says, "Hey, yeah, this is what's happening." Like I'm not going to just gonna post every random rumor I hear up there on on a, on a website because I want to make sure we maintain the credibility of the website. Now, me talking on Twitter and talking shit, that's just that's that's completely different. Like I'm not I'm not here just posting every little random thing or trying to trying to convince fans of things that aren't necessarily true. Like I said, the Alpha Molina thing, like I sat on for maybe a week. I waited till um someone uh confirmed it with me uh someone else confirmed it with me. I waited. I asked around to other scoopers and stuff to say, "Hey, have you heard this or Do you know anything?" And then I finally got the go ahead to like post it from the guy that sent it to me and I said, "Okay, we're going to we're going to run with this." And then of course, uh I don't know 3 days later THR fucking backed it up. So, um I try really hard to To make sure that we have that we're not just randomly posting every little thing that we hear on on the website.
0: There you go. No, again, you're doing a great job, Casey. If I know it's for (laughs) for free, but no, you're doing a really great job. And again, you guys check out his web the website. Of course, he's being modest, but right now the hot event is just bashing uh, toxic Snyder fans with his uh, his lasso of truth of his Twitter. But yeah,
1: I think I'm almost of- done. I, I I don't know how much more I can I can I can lambast well, them. And, you've been and, doing a
0: really good run right now. You've been on like a week <laughs> and a half, so that's almost ten days worth of action. Yeah, like, I think once uh, again, I think I think
1: it all dies down once Army of the Dead hits, and they kind of move their focus. Because I I really do think what's going to happen is Army of the Dead's hit. It's going to be a huge smash for Netflix. Netflix is going to lock Snyder up for a first look deal, and then we're going to be we're gonna wipe our hands of this and, and be done so um or what's gonna happen is jason Kalar because that's this is all this they're saving grace is like oh jason Kalar is gonna come out and 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 save us and i i i imagine that he, there's there's gonna be an interview in the next month or two where he kind of backs up with ans with, with what Anne sarnoff said and then that's gonna be the end of that. <laughs> so, um so eventually, at some point, I'm sure this will all die down. You know? I, but I, I just want them to stop, like harassing other directors. Like, know your know when and when and when and where it's okay to do this. Like, don't review bomb God Godzilla versus King Kong. Like, that's ridiculous. Right. Um. Like, just, yeah. Be be civil. Uh. And I think that's what a lot of the Snyder fandom just doesn't understand is, is civility and. And the fact that you can, you, can, you can definitely fight for what you want, but at the same time, like you don't need to harass other people. You don't need to harass other creators. You don't need to harass other fans. And, and kind of reestablish yourself as this toxic um, uh, fan base. All right. We had a couple days there where they were doing real good.
0: <laughs> it was because people were still watching it. It took two days for right, right. people to watch it. No, and then, yeah. Thank you for coming on. Again, yeah, totally anytime yeah thank no I, I i'll hit you up again uh check them out at, at the comics kid with the an x and of a C for comics at the end and then uh you guys know where to find me at mike fowler 93 um like we always say which is we don't say be civil but we know be good to each other and we're going to end on this one saying uh, there is no ar cut
1: goodbye <laughs>